but we're consistently inconsistent. I wish somebody loved me as much as you love Fruit Punch Foodie Can I edit my list? (laughs) I had a salad yesterday. It was good. That's good. Where from? Proud of you, Chad. From uh, Brew House. It's cool that after, you know, six years or whatever that you guys stuck it out, you know, you really cared about the name that much. I got to tell you, here at Sonder, what we would have done. Feels like NASA's going to have a problem with this. Uh, let's pick a new name. One of my favorite things you've ever said, Danny, is that Friday is a feeling. Yep. Oh. I, it's like vacation I is a feeling. On me. If you're worried about the dirt and the grime, the germs, whatever it may be on the outside of your lime, Stay home, man. I got to talk to our boy DH today. Yeah. Oh, nice. Every time I have a conversation with that dude, he just brightens my day. So much energy. Have we gotten confirmation on anniversary yet? Uh, working on it. Okay. I, I, I don't know. We got to get him up here. Listen, DH, it, DH is a man about town. I <laughs> he is a man about town. And if yeah. he told me he's going to show up, as much as I know his intentions are good, he's a lot like me, right? Mm-hmm. I know that he wants to be here, but I also know that there's a chance that morning he just texts me and goes, hey, dude, hey, dude, I'm out at the farm, and I can't get out of here. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to make it. I, <laughs> didn't have any, good. I didn't have any cell service. It's a pretty good DH. It's a pretty good DH. We talk a lot. That's my boy. <laughs> that's my boy. Uh, in fact, I use that example because that's what he said to me today. I said, hey, I'm, I'm, I, I have more I need to talk to you about, but I'm running into a meeting here. Can I call you later? And he goes, yeah, man, I'll be out at the farm, so I may not have reception. <laughs> but feel free to send the cricket emoji to me if I don't respond. Because that's what I have to do to DH. He's hard to believe. Hard to believe. Mm. PMP, he's worse at texting than I am. So he doesn't own a phone. Easy. It's the only way he can be worse. <laughs> it flips. Easy. Yeah. Yes, he has I, I think I've nailed down what subjects to call you about and what subjects to text you about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's fair. I have. I will say... If I'm sending you a text, it's not urgent. Yeah, and that's what I tell most people, mm-hmm. right? Is if you need me, call me. Yep. If you really need me, leave me a voicemail. I'll get there. Yeah. Right? Um, I, you know, it, it is what it is. I Hold the banana card. It's not that I'm that <laughs> big of a deal. It's that too many people have my phone number is, is what it is. Yeah. Um, Mark, what's up, dude? What's up, man? So, uh, Danny, you aptly pointed out uh, prior to going live here, uh, this is probably the quietest environment we've ever had for a podcast. Yep, absolutely. Um, and it's because we're in uh, we're in sharing uh, space and mics with uh, one of our favorite people, Mark Lortz, mm-hmm. at the Common. It's quiet, not because people don't love this place, but because you aren't open <laughs> yet. No, we are not open yet. <laughs> um, and so we're recording, still, still, uh, still pounding some beverages here but before you open um mainly are you going to be behind the bar tonight no no, oh okay i have only one shift now it's on saturdays um so we've got coverage everywhere else now that doesn't mean i'm not up here sure and of course as any owner of a brewery will know when you're in the brewery you're working yep whether you want to or not yep but Mm -hmm. now uh, do you miss being behind the bar uh no i get enough on a saturday shift (laughs) To, to feel like I'm I getting bet. my fill. Um, but no, I, I miss the interaction because yeah. being behind the bar, you can interact with everybody at the bar. You don't get, you know, pigeonholed into one conversation like you do at other breweries. Yep. Even a nice visit. little out. It's like, oh, I got to go serve this person. Oh, dude, it's the best. <laughs> and I've, I, I feel like I've perfected that move. Yeah. You take that's, that's you something the I'm not one good step at. away. You take the one step away. Like, I'll be right back. And yeah. then you just don't <laughs> it come back. It is an art. It is. I'm it bad is. at it. Danny, here's my thing. I can't get out of a conversation for the life of me. What Danny does when he can't, Mark, this is great. When Danny can't get out of a conversation, he just stops talking and leaves. <laughs> he doesn't like like subtly get out. He's not just like I yeah, wait. For, so I, wait this, for you, I wait for you to stop talking, and then it's like, oh, I guess this is done, and I can leave now. <laughs> but he doesn't say bye. He just leaves. <laughs> See, my, I, I hope I hope a lot of my customers don't listen to this. No offense, <laughs> but my line is, uh, dude, that's awesome, and then take a step away. <laughs> Because that kind of wraps it up. I heard what you said. Yep. Yep. You yep. I love what you said, but I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love that. That's good. I was that's in good. here two weeks ago, and you told me, dude, that's awesome, like seven there you times. Go. <laughs> <laughs> or the other one is, hey, man, thanks a lot for coming in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> heard that one twice. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Damn and thanks it. for coming in. Yeah. Well, and now, now you turns know. Around. Now you know. Yeah. Don't be offended. I literally just. <laughs> 
Had to work. I got to go. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. be offended because maybe he just doesn't want to talk to you anymore. That yeah, could know. be it too. But. Chad was the only person at the bar, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Mark was actually wishing there were more people to talk to him. Yeah. Um, no, Chad, that's just to clarify, it was good to have you guys It's in. okay. Uh, so yeah. now people wouldn't be, uh, our regulars or our listeners may not be, um, wondering who you are, even if we didn't introduce you, because we had a great time at our Oktoberfest podcast. Yeah, I don't remember much about it, but <laughs> that was something. <laughs> I hear it was quite the... No, actually, that was a great podcast. It was awesome. It was, it was cool having people coming in and out, and mm-hmm. you know, the, question, the questions kind of just became organic, and that was, that was really cool. That podcast is... Um, I, I, I drop this about every three, four podcasts. There's something that happens that I'm like... Man, this makes me excited for when we eventually get to video podcasting. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that was one of those things. You've got, you got narrow, the narrow path guys that are doing the beer shot, uh, awesome. pop poker prod thing in the beers. And then you've got people coming in and out and passing around bottles. It would have been really cool. I think it's one of those things that, you know, even for us listening back, I loved it and I enjoyed it a lot. But I would imagine a lot of people were probably like, this is a lot going on. It's too much. It's yeah. kind of irritating. Yeah. It's one of those, like, you had to be there moments, right? Mm-hmm. But I think video helps with that. So, For sure. Um, we've actually had several people who have asked me about that. Stay with us. Um, we are... Uh, it's being talked about. Yes. And, and we are, as we've talked about, Mark, you guys are here as well, still operating in a very lean environment. Very. Um, so, which we'll get to <laughs> shortly. Yeah. Um, but PNP has a lot on its plate, um, one of which is obviously managing and producing this podcast, um, which is a lot more work than people probably think. We are idiots we're, while we're behind the mics, but it takes a lot of work behind the scenes. So yeah. um, we know that, that as we add to that, video is one of them, and it is coming. We're just not quite there yet. But, but early into 2022, I think it will be a well, Just make sure that you thing. have the ability to edit the name and where they're from as the camera goes to them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine with all those people oh, in yeah, and out on, on that, that one, that would have been a yeah. nightmare. Oh. We probably just would have put, like, Narrow Path, <laughs> yeah, exactly. the common beer company. Well, and luckily, <laughs> like, those Everybody are... wear your shirt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> luckily with those, those are far and few between when we had... Well, we've never had that many people on one podcast before. No, that was the first for us. Well, and, like, in one sitting, I should say. Because, like, the anniversary podcast we pop people on and off but um normally it's just like this four maybe five or six people on so it's normally not too bad yeah but we i do want to get like two cameras be able to switch i probably will have to get off the mic or something we'll have to change but we'll figure it out Mm. Eh, i don't think we're gonna do that we'll figure it out there's this thing called a tripod we'll work on that yeah we'll see (laughs) (laughs) um i have a question how many how many field trips has saunders stories done um, we've, we've done a few. We've done BC Spot Lodge, Country Boy. Uh, we did a field trip out to the yard for the uh, Oktoberfest podcast. Field trips are off property. That's just you went outside for recess. Um, <laughs> I feel like we've done more than two, have we not? Um, I don't think so. Is that it? Country Boy, BC's. We've done two at BC's, right? Or just the one for Cinnamon Toast Man. Yes, I don't know the answer. I don't either. Uh, so yeah, yeah, not a lot. Nonetheless, one of our few really exciting uh, that we're offsite. You know, yeah, that's another thing. On the road, equipment is not mobile. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of mobile, but it's not not mobile. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not that it's not mobile. It's just a pain in the butt to set back up once you get it all packaged, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but worth it. Worth it. Always we're excited to be here. Um, Mark, you and I kind of hit it off early on in yep. both of our businesses. You guys opened. What a month before us, or two something like weeks. two weeks before us. Yeah, um, and it took us forever to get to each other's spaces. Once we finally did, um, you and I kind of hit it off, became quick friends, and now this is something where our businesses um, are intertwined quite a bit. Um, yeah. our team comes here, your team co- comes over to our place. Um, we always send people. One of my favorite things to do anytime I'm behind the bar, which is not a ton anymore, um, is you know. I like to, when somebody is sitting there uh, at the bar, you know, hey, is it your first time here? Are you from the area? Oh, yeah. And anytime, anytime, and these guys can vouch for it, our team can vouch for it. If somebody says no, or it's my first time here, I always follow up with, make sure you get over and see the guys at the Common. We do the exact same thing here. It, absolutely. And Especially when you ask the question of, are you, are you brewery hopping today? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because guess where Good. your next stop is? Yep. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And we are, we are blessed that there are other spots also within three miles of either direction from us. And we're, what, two miles apart about 
Yeah, something um, like that. Yeah. It, in the words of uh, Chad, I don't know if you've ever said this. It just feels like something you would say as yeah. a man about town, is, mm-hmm. as the crow flies. Yes, oh, I, I we, we have talked about the crow flying before. Yes, <laughs> yeah. didn't you not know what that phrase meant? I still don't think I do. But I just know okay. I know what people you, are referencing. You want to know what it means? I would love. Are you, are you a man about town? Mark? I, I my grandfather used to say it. So a crow flies in a straight line. Okay, so when you say as the crow flies. Literally imagine a road going from where you are to where you need to be in a straight line. That's the measurement. I feel like you just made that up. Nope. No, that's, Look a, it up, that's a fact. <laughs> Look it up. Yeah. I feel like my uh, John Harold says as a crow flies, I feel like. That tracks. Yeah. That tracks. Seems on brand for him. Um, so as the crow flies, we could not be more than two miles not from even each other. Yeah. It was um, a six-minute drive. Yeah. Well, and that's with stoplights and everything exactly, else in Mason, yeah. right? Um, and so, so fun. We, I'm sure, I know of it actually that we have a lot of the same regulars, a lot of the same guests. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so it just it's it's fun. Our models are different, as mm-hmm. we've talked about, mm-hmm. um, which makes our stress levels different. Um, both high, but for different reasons. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, absolutely. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about who the Common Beer Company is. Okay. So. Um, you, you mentioned uh, two weeks before us, so you guys are right at three years right now. Yeah, October 5th. October 5th was your third year. Yes, it was. Um, which is crazy. That is crazy. Um, I would have never. I, like, I remember when we were getting ready to open, I don't know whether you had the same conversation with your bank or whoever, three years is the mark. If you can get to three years, yep. you're established. Yep. And then year five is the, okay, now it's time to make some serious cash. Yep. Like it's, that's year three is we can start to establish some baselines of some things, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. Year exactly. five is, all right, now let's make some money. Exactly. Because um, as we both know, um, <laughs> everyone, th- I love this. Man, you guys, you must just be printing money around here. Oh, my here. God. Oh, God. I get do, that a lot. Do you know how much people. money it costs to do this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and our margins are like... <laughs> Um, but, but we're blessed. Nonetheless, we are blessed. Absolutely. We, we get to do this, uh, as a, as a living, your model, as I talked about is different. So let's talk about, you have many beers on the board right now that are fantastic. Um, I had the, uh, sour Brown when we were here a couple weeks ago, we brought our team over for a happy hour, yep. um, off site for us and just spent some time with y'all. And the first one you recommended to me was that fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Um, what is your top selling beer? Uh, probably top selling is the Max 59, the Braggot. Okay. Uh, Which recently won an award. Congratulations. Yeah, U.S. You. Open. Yeah, it took a bronze at the U.S. Open. Um, That's what I have in my uh, glass. Yes, you do. Uh, I'm, I'm winking at you because I already consumed all of it and you poured did. another one into it. But that's what I started with. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, what you have in your belly. So we have, uh, <laughs> we have four beers that we try and keep on tap. So if you had to go with, like, volume... Yep. What are our best sellers? It would be those four just because they're on tap all the time. Okay. Um, so How did you land on a Braggot being a, a beer that, by the way, uh, a style I know of and love? Someone mm-hmm. explained to me what yeah. a Braggot is. I obviously know what it is, but I'm assuming our consumers don't. Um, so, so let's talk about that. How did you sure. land on that being a beer named after your daughter, I presume? Yeah. So uh, when my daughter, I was home brewing at the time. My daughter graduated from high school in 2015. Um, I was making a honey ale at the time. <clears throat> and for me, it started just kind of cool to be able to get local people involved. It was an ingredient that you could find pretty much anywhere, yeah. especially as a home brewer size. Um, but my daughter went to SCAD, Savannah College of Art and Design. I didn't know this. Absolutely. My in-laws live in Savannah. Oh, my wife and I time. go there a couple times a year. I love it. I was yeah. just there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Just for Too a night. hot it in was the fun. summer, but yeah. Humid. Yeah, yeah very, <laughs> very. But uh, so their mascot is the bee. Okay. Yeah, so when it came for her graduation party... And I was going to put two of the beers on her at her party. Of course, we went with that one. Her name is Maggie, hence Mags. 59 is her lacrosse number, which she did go to school for. Okay. uh, Or played there in three national championships. What? Wow. Three national NAIA championships, right? Again, video video podcast would see the goosebumps (laughs) right now. And this is ring number three that I wear every day. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, So, Honey, B, Mags 59. Okay. And so when we opened, it was one of the first beers we had on tap. And it's just a really good, approachable, light beer. And as mm-hmm. we all know, Mason tends to lean towards yep. lighter beers that yep. are approachable. Um, and it's just been one of our best. It won a bronze last year in the Honey Beer Competition, the National Honey Beer Competition. Took bronze this year in the U.S. Get out of so. here. I didn't realize it, it had won multiple awards. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. 
Um, so I also didn't realize, I know that it's been here every time I've, I've been here, but mm. I didn't realize that that was a consistent roller that you guys yeah. just always have it available. Yeah. The four we have available, uh, come together, the ESB, which yeah. to preempt your question, by far my favorite beer to drink here. Okay. Uh, Mine too. Another one. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chad is all over those. Yeah. I should probably get one of those, huh? Yeah. That's, uh, another home, home recipe. Okay. Uh, so that one made it into the, into the catalog, um, just a really good multi nutty beer. Again, very approachable, uh, but something a little bit different. Um, so people can kind of feel yep. like, hey, we're, I'm drinking a craft, craft beer, beer here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so the ESB, the Braggit, uh, usually the Lord's Prayer. Um, That's which, the beer I've drank the most of. Yeah. The IPA. Yeah. The West Coast IPA. And uh, it's tough to keep on because, you know, people still come into craft breweries. The first thing they want to go towards the IPA, yep. and that's mm-hmm. where they're judging you. Um, so that's hard to keep on because it goes so fast. Uh, but you have, I mean, your system, I mean, you probably have, you know, just months and months of inventory, right? I oh, mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm literally loaded for 2024. <laughs> uh, we're laughing because it's not the case. No, um, no, no, no. You guys, you got, how big is your system? I ask all the time, but for our listeners. So it's a volume wise, it's a six and a half barrel. Okay. Um, but we have found efficiency wise, four and a half barrels is about what we should be making. Okay. Uh, it's a very vertical system because of the footprint that we're dealing with. Um, and my first brewer uh, and I made a six and a half barrel and it literally collapsed the false bottom. It was so no heavy. No way. Oh, wow. Literally collapsed the false bottom. <laughs> In the middle of, of uh, in middle of mash, so that okay. was a that was a thirteen hour brew day. Yeah, for those that that don't know, I mean, I'm sure most listening would realize and understand that that's a bad thing. That's it a is, really bad thing. It is a scary thing. <laughs> scary, scary. So anyway, um, so you've sca- you don't you don't max it out at six and a half. No, it, there's just it's it's too it, the efficiencies just aren't there. Yep. Um, so we're we're looking within the next six to eight months of upgrading to a different system. Uh, we're going to go with a steam okay. boiler system. It'll be a true five barrel. Awesome. Uh, so we'll be able to, to control things a little bit better and get an actual five out of it, you know, versus, yeah. you know, trying to efficiently do a four and a half. So, and, and it's, we're, and we're so making, right now, are you electric or is it? We are electric. Yeah. Okay. okay. As, as our regulars that were in here when we first opened, we had a, a beer that I will never make again called the bandit. Okay. And the reason was it tasted like a campfire. Like, oh, gosh. <laughs> Full-on campfire. So it was uh, – so our we, – we were new to this system. We weren't really sure that, you know, how to get things, you know, fully cleaned and sanitized. And so we had some protein that stayed on some of the elements. Okay. It, it burned the next batch, which happened to be the Lord's Prayer. Okay. Um, but it's ironic. Just even three days ago, I had a guy walk in and say, "Hey, man, when's the bandit coming back?" And no that was way. Three years ago. <laughs> it's and funny it's that awesome. you would never think shit like that would happen, but we get asked for the weirdest beers oh. to come back. Like, and it's what? always like two people. We had yeah, a that's right. But my favorite is everybody's been asking for this. When somebody's <laughs> like, "Yeah, everybody's been asking about." undignified it's like okay let's back up for a second i liked undignified i would do it again we right. couldn't unfortunately it was on virgin oak but how many people was everybody right right and then it's like oh like four people yeah okay. uh, <laughs> i get asked that question probably once every four months okay okay yeah. it's, it's probably back. the same person yeah. i just don't know it <laughs> Hey, thanks for stopping in, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> he got wow. you. Yeah, so we are an electric system right now. Um, we're going to switch over to steam. That'll be awesome. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. We're also going to switch out our fermenters. Okay. Um, nothing wrong with the current ones. We just want to get some that are more customized to sure. the system we're getting, uh, adding a bright tank. Uh, so we're going to go from five fermenters to uh, six plus a bright. So okay. we'll be able to make more beer, more of that beer, yep. that kind of thing, and hopefully not get behind the eight ball like uh, COVID caused. When sure. is that supposed to come? Uh, w- right now we're in the in the process of kind of getting financing and all that other stuff. I say so. supposed to because that stuff never happens on time. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're going with a, you know, a well-known brand. Uh, we've already been in contact with. Oh, them. so you already know oh, that 100%. stuff. Awesome. We already, we literally have all the specs. Awesome. We're just getting into that next step as you are painfully aware of, which is, Oh, by the way, we have to pay for it. Yeah. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) Uh, That's awesome. I'm pumped for you guys. Yeah. Um, so, so when you do that, um, how does that impact? Or I guess, I guess 
maybe we should back up here before we even go there. Mm-hmm. Um, most of your beer, if you want common beer, if you want the common beer company beer, yeah, um, it's got to be right here. Got to be right here. Um, is that always a model that you tend to keep, or or is it something that that you're open to expanding to? And, well, and now, granted, I know you guys do well. You're in festivals, and you have sure. some locations close to here in Lebanon and other areas. Right. But um, is that always going to be your model, or what does that look like for you for the Common Beer Company? I would say that that will probably be our model going forward. I, I, I think that, um, you know, as, as we've talked about, Chad over at Narrow Path, really, really good friend of mine. Um, he and I have very similar thoughts in, in what we want out of our brewery. Um, and for me, it's, I want to have the intimacy mm-hmm. with my clientele and with anybody that comes in contact with the common. Um, and you and I've talked about this before. It gets very difficult when you get bigger and bigger and bigger, cause there's just too many people and too many resources to actually stay in contact with. Um, I work for a living as it is right now, but in a very big organization. Um, and so we model, we want to, will that always be the room. case? Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Chad and I were just talking about that before the podcast. I, uh, it, it keeps home secure. Yep. And right. so that is a very comfortable feeling, and it allows me to let the brewery just fund itself, yep. feed itself. I'm not mm-hmm. pulling anything off the top, um, and neither is Amy. So yep. okay. um, we, we prefer that the, uh, that the brewery just kind of live as its own entity. Um, now, does that mean it's forever? God, I hope not. Yeah. But um, it is what it is right now. And sure. it's, fortunately, it's a it's a remote job. So I'm able to do everything from I work here during the day while we're brewing and doing everything else. Uh, so I'm able to manage that. You do some traveling, right? Um, it, not since COVID. Okay. Uh, but even pre-COVID, it was very limited. Okay. Um, and never very impactful as far as the brewery is concerned. Okay. Because we have an incredible brewer here. And, he, you know, he's handling most of the production with me involved. We have great staff, so I'm literally feel like in the way a lot of times when I'm here. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I so do let's have talk purpose. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mark, you could just go home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. So let's talk about that. So um, you do have a great brewer. Um, mm. So you have um, a brewer for production. You have a team behind the bar. Um, right. Amy, uh, your wife also is heavily involved heavily um so what does what does that look like as far as as far as your staff is that something um where uh you have a bunch of people who have been here from the beginning or or how has that evolved uh so uh we have bar manager mikey p who's here today um we have uh, my daughter who's now pretty much full-time here awesome um we have a part-timer that works fridays only um amy red um, cause we have way too many Amy's here. <laughs> it's uh, weird how that works. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like every day I run into eight more Amy's. But, <laughs> um, and then we have, uh, Nick who is our, uh, Sunday, bre- uh, Sunday bartender as well as he does outside sales, which as we've talked about is, is limited at best. Um, every one of those people has been with us since day one. Oh, that's fantastic. Ago. Brandon's that's awesome. the only new addition. Obviously we started with another brewer. Um, but Brandon's been here two plus years now so and as you and i have talked about at, at length he marries so well with you yeah um and and what you do and how you're involved so talk a little bit about that are you still you're a home brewer as am yeah. i yep um how Ten involved years. are you in the production side of things so from a production standpoint um brandon and i collaborate okay. around uh so what we'll do is we talk through what beers we're going to be making next um, once we come up with a concept of what beers we want to be making, um, Brandon then takes over kind of designing the beer with, you know, talking to me, but he is the science behind it. Okay. Um, and then on brew day, I am here and I'm literally just an extra set of hands. That's awesome. Uh, our system is, you know, compact enough and manageable enough where one person could really do it on their own, but, um, obviously having help to do all the stuff that just takes extra time. Um, so heavily involved, but I'm going to give my brewer 100% credit for the quality and the science behind the beer. How often are you guys brewing? Uh, we usually max two days a week. Okay. Um, and we usually do sing- we, uh, we do all single batches because our fermenters obviously can only hold a single batch. But um, two is probably the maximum. We've had a couple of weeks where we've done three, but that was, you know, like 
red flag emergency sirens going off. We got to get brewing. Yeah. Uh, like the last two months. <laughs> um, but I'd say we, we average uh, one or two days a week. Gotcha. And it's always, you know, you're at the mercy of the beer. You can't make the beer, you know, you can't brew it any faster. You can't let it no. ferment any faster. You're kind of just at the mercy of it. So sometimes. Yeah, and that's, that's uh, what every brewery falls into that trap where, you know, you could brew every day if you wanted to, but yeah. guess what? You got to put it somewhere. It? That's yeah. right. Yeah. And if their fermenters are full, which they have been for the last two months, right? you know, you're, you're hobbled until you can get one emptied and get it filled again. Exactly. So you're pulling, you're kegging right off the fermenter. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Efficient. We do a single stage off of our fermenters. Okay. Um, we, uh, cold crash carpet, we do everything in the in the fermenters and right into the kegs and off it goes. That's awesome. I love that you can see it and like you actually walk by it uh, when you're in here. It looks really cool. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Coming off the back there, I mean, you have to walk right by your production. Yeah. To get in the tap room. Yeah, and it's kind of scary when you see people stopping to look. You're like, just don't just keep reach, walking. Don't just keep reach walking. over, man. <laughs> yeah. just don't don't reach over there. <laughs> um, I noticed the other day when we were here, you've got some barrels back there. Uh, we do. So we did. Uh, You're very hesitant there. Yeah. So we we got those barrels to celebrate our for our first year anniversary. Uh, we put in, uh, we put in a stout. Okay. Uh, they were, we we got the barrels from uh, Wo- uh, Woodburn actually. Oh nice. Uh, so they were second use barrels. Um, one barrel turned out fantastic. The other barrel didn't did make it to the tap. <laughs> Um, but the, again, our challenge here at the common is we, we just don't have a lot of space. Right. Um, so even though Brandon would be very adept at doing a barrel program and I would love to have one, we just don't have the ability to put it anywhere that would be safe for the beer. Right. Um, eventually we may, uh, but that's a whole, whole other conversation. We'll leave that for another podcast. Yes. You're, it, it would take at least one. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't had enough of these beverages here, I don't I think, know, to talk I about know. I know. Well, I'm, I'm the only one talking here. So. <laughs> um, Danny, Chad, so you guys, I, I will I will hold off on this. I, I mentioned, nicely done there, Thank I you. mentioned Lord's Prayer is the beer I've probably had the most of, uh, of, of the beer here. Uh, do you guys have a favorite you've had so far um, from, from the Common? I did a pretty good uh, mix of beers. I think I had four beers. And I tried a couple other people's beers while we were here for happy hour. Uh, I love the New England. I think New England's awesome. Muzzy. Muzzy. It's very, yep. very good. That's what's in your glass right now, right? Uh, well, it's in my belly now. What? <laughs> I was going to say, that's the clearest hazy <laughs> idea I've ever seen. Hey, it, hey that, so, unfortunately, nope. the word hazy doesn't always have to be uh, literal for somebody to yeah, call it exactly. hazy beer. No, Muzzy's very, very good. Uh, I also really liked uh, the honey beer, and then I'm just such a sucker for a good Martin, and yep. the common Martin's very good. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. yeah, we were crushing those during the podcast. Mm. Uh, I believe that's why Mark doesn't remember the podcast. <laughs> Wait, we had a podcast. <laughs> uh, what about you, Chad? Uh, well, first, is that the uh, the new Muzzy? Yeah, it's a good, a good point. I was going to bring it up. So we have... Uh, the old Muzzy's on right now. We got two kegs of it left. The new Muzzy we put on for you guys. Oh. So that you right. had the ability to try them both. But nice. we were leaning towards the new for you guys. And it's literally same base recipe, just different um, hot profiles. Nice. Oh, that's oh, pretty nice. dope. Okay. Yeah. And, Why the and change? We, uh, we, we change it every time we make it. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. We, we have two or three that we've really liked, but we never want to get stuck on that. Oh, cool. um, so we try and – and it's, it's subtle changes. Like, for instance, the old one that – uh, is Zythos and Citra. The new one is Mosaic, Eldorado, and Citra. So, oh, dude, I love Mosaic. <laughs> yeah, so the new one is uh, will be, you know, whenever we drain the last two kegs, we'll be out and running. And then the next time we'll probably just, it's, it's just slight changes. And yep. we're just trying to find, keep it a little bit different, but still keep that consistency of just a good. I bet your consumer look. loves that too. They do, because they always ask, What's, mm-hmm. what version of this is it? And that's really cool. Yeah, that's rad. Um I would say my favorite, mm-hmm. okay? I've probably had the most Lord's Prayer, but my favorite uh, is the Christmas beer. Uh, we just brewed that last week. Nice. Um, Chad, what did you say yours was? Oh, my my oh, favorite. I cut him off. Yeah. Did. Oh, I was going to say something, but it's not my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> well, Don't I, worry, Danny will. <laughs> I already kind of answered it earlier. Uh, Come Together, the ESB, is my favorite. I have admitted. So I've been up here a couple times <laughs> in the last month, and... 
Uh, we got the thumbs up. When I, <laughs> is that Mikey P over there? Mikey, Mikey P. P, what up? <laughs> when Anytime I, I'm talking to Mark, I'm like, I know that I should try other beers, and I'll sample them, but I always go back to that. Yeah. It's just, I enjoy it. Uh, you don't see them a lot around. I mean, no, you no, don't. You don't. Uh, you see some more styles, but you don't see an actual ESB very often. The yep. Trinity Pepper Porter ah. is unbelievable. I haven't had that. I actually have not it tried is, that. It's unreal. Yeah. Um, You're a big fan of that one, Mark, right? I am. Because you, you brought a couple of tasters out of that for us. Yeah, and the, the big thing for me is it was because of the evolutionary nature of how it came about. Mm-hmm. That's the story I really like to tell. So it started out as a chocolate coffee okay. uh, porter. And then we got the chocolate and oh, thank you, sir. Added a cinnamon, added like literally Appreciate cinnamon it. to it, and that changed the profile. And then at the last second, Brandon and I were talking, and he said, "Hey, man, what what if you think if we put a little bit of pepper on the back side of it?" I'm like, "Well, what are we thinking here?" And he said, "Let's do the Holy Trinity, the three uh, Ancho, Arbol, and uh, Guajila, Guajila, Guajia." Something like that. Yes, yeah. something like that. <laughs> the Holy Trinity. And it literally the peppers came out on the backside of yeah. your palate. Uh, it's really not front forward. Oh, it's, that's fun. And it's that's crazy. a good beer. It kind of oh. tickles the back of your yeah, I like it. I kind of get yeah. like a chilly, like almost yeah. like yeah. taste on the back end that I really Oh, that's really like. good. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's telling the story of the evolution, which I, I'm sure you've heard before you opened. And I talked to uh, Matt from Rock Mill. Uh-huh. Um, before I even considered opening. And the first thing he asked me was, like, he was drinking one of my home brews, and he said, so what's the story? I said, well, it's 10 pounds of two <laughs> row, and it's this hop. And he said, no, 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 what's the story behind it? Why did you make the beer? Yeah. 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 And so I kind of told him, he said, that's what you need to sell. Yep. Right. That's our whole brand, right? Yeah. At Sonder, our whole brand is that every beer has a story. Yes. Yeah. Um, and and stories sell. Yep. Yep. Story and, so. And, and people want to know it too, right? It makes them more tied to it. Right. Um, that's, that's like super that, cool. It's one of the most exciting parts of my job is being able to make sure that our bar staff, our sales team, even our production team, and then with our, all of our marketing as well, is that we're telling that story so that people feel more connected to our brand. Even when I was at a bachelor party this past weekend, and a lot of guys from Chicago and Louisville that never had Sonder. So I was like, hey, I'll bring like a mix, like two cases of beer. And uh, a couple of the guys got hooked on You Betcha. Mm-hmm. And th- they would be like, hey, what do you want? Like, You Betcha. I was like, You Betcha. And they loved it. Like, yeah. It's just like the easiest <laughs> little thing. And they got they were all about it. It's just those little quirks, those little stories, they help so much, I feel like. Which which leads me to the... Did you, uh, did you see this, Danny? No, I noticed it when we got Nebraska? on the podcast. That's, do we need to send them a and d no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Let's stop for a second. Let's that is Nebraska, second. right? Yeah. So my brother plays basketball in Nebraska. Okay. Uh, oh wait. By the way, for the listeners, he's wearing a red shirt. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No video podcast here. It's a it's a red shirt that says "You Betcha" and has the Nebraska logo on yeah. it. Yeah. My folks were out there for his that's like crazy Midnight Madness uh, open. Yeah. Oh yeah, the first practice. Um, yeah. And and in the merch shop had this "You Betcha" with the Nebraska logo. My dad's like, uh, "What?" And like sends a photo and like question mark. And I was like, "Dude, me buy one. me one right yeah. now!" Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's now my new Nebraska shirt. Like, yeah. uh, apparently it's not just a Wisconsin thing. Apparently, you betcha's. Yeah, that um, region probably. I guess yeah. so. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm here for it, but. Well, why? Yeah, anytime you get out in that North Dakota, Minnesota yes. area, you betcha. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. It. It's the nicest people uh, on earth. So, so yeah, it, it it works. That's awesome. Yeah, but you know that that's interesting. So, one of the things that people always ask me, like, what is the like? How did you come up with that name? Like, where did it come from? What's the story behind it? Mm-hmm. And that has become over the years. We're we're over a hundred different beers we've made now over three years. And it becomes a struggle, like because you <laughs> oh, want yeah. there to be a story yeah. for the name, for the style. For sometimes the there are, the and sometimes there aren't, man. Yeah, yeah. and it's like it, Kenosha Kickers is is a good example, right? There's that the name of that beer doesn't tie to what the beer is, mm-hmm. but that you know, put plain and simply, is all of us loved the movie Home Alone. Yeah, it was just like we just loved it, and I was like, man, how do we pay homage to that with a Christmas beer? And, and it was, I was like, what about, you know, Chase, you and Haley are from Wisconsin. Um, John Candy's polka band in, in <laughs> Home Alone yeah. was the Kenosha Kickers. Absolutely. I was like, let's just, let's just do that. And for whatever reason, it was like, it lined perfectly with that beer. Let's do it. We own the trademark on it now. And it worked. But 
it doesn't necessarily tie to that beer. No. But the story is great, right? Absolutely. It was just it, we wanted to pay homage to to that um, and that scene. And uh, and now my favorite part about that beer, fun fact, which we'll do a podcast on this later, but I love the little Easter egg on that can that says very big in Sheboygan. Very big in Sheboygan. That's yes. so good. I just start so out the social good. post with that, too. Yes. For the launch it's so too. good. Mm-hmm. so good. It's also <laughs> lasered on the bottom of the cans. Yeah. Sheboygan, Sheboygan is, yeah. I thought it said Kanush. Nice. Uh, uh, I think the second rounders. Okay, yeah, yeah. but uh, but you say you know you're saying that it doesn't. That's not a story about the beer. It's just a story, but also Kenosha Kickers wouldn't work with um, a session IPA. Sure, yeah, right for so sure. So it still ties it together because it, it is the season of that beer. Yeah. yeah, that movie is a Christmas movie. Yeah, so yeah, a holiday that's, movie. I should say. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, the thing about the naming, and we've I've I've just discovered this over the last like three or four months. Um, so fifty one forty nine is a is the name of a beer we've always wanted, and okay, it's it's basically calling out the fact that my wife is fifty one percent owner and I am forty nine percent owner. <laughs> I tell the story. I, I'm trying to get fired. That's awesome. Every day, and it, she just won't do it. That's but, <laughs> that's fantastic. But what I didn't realize after we named the beer and it was on tap for a while, Maggie, my daughter, looks at me and she says, "So you named a beer after your ages?" I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> And then it hit me. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm 51 years old. My wife is 49 years old. I'm like, it's a dual beating. I didn't even mean to do it. Hey, sometimes it works. Oh, that's it, pretty good. Without even knowing it works. Right. Yeah. And we called, we called Trinity, Trinity after the holy trinity of peppers. Of peppers. And again, two weeks after it's been on tap, my wife looks at me and says, oh, it's very nice of you to name a beer after your cousin that passed away. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's it. That's why I call it that. You betcha. <laughs> that beer is really good. Thank you. Really very good. Much. Yeah. Mikey P, thanks for the hookup, dude. You'd think this guy would have done it when I said I hadn't tried it, but it's fine. I, I'm, I'm s- tied to this headset. I'm not moving. <laughs> um, all right, let's get to know uh let's get to know Mark Hortz a little bit. Let's do it. Um what is what is uh your favorite album, music album of all time? Boston, Boston. Who I knew, I don't know why, I knew you would have an answer really fast. Oh, absolutely. It was the first cassette tape I ever owned. Hell yeah. Um, and to this day, I know every track. I know the order. I know the words. I know the story. Just, I could listen to it all day. You're, you're a music head though, right? Like, you love music. I do love music. I will tell you, Big I'm terrible. No. No, just John. You just, you just go just, to a lot of the concerts. Nope, yeah. just John Denver. Just John Denver. Okay. I, listen to, I listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh, no, I uh, I'm really big into music, but I'm absolutely terrible at musical tri- music trivia. I mean, you could literally ask me a question about John Denver, and I'd probably miss it. Even are you I mad at all? Are you bad at all trivia? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty I've only, much. I've only got a couple categories. I feel like I'm good at. That, I'm I'm the same way. Yeah. Like you would think sports. I'm in. I miss every question. Yeah, who's your sports team? Are all Cincinnati teams or uh, all? Well, uh, UC obviously, uh, Cincinnati Reds from when I can't even remember going to my first game. Um, did switch over? Sorry, allegiance from the Bengals to the Bears. Why? Uh, well, I'd lived in Cincinnati for thirty years through the two Super Bowls, and just really, there's there's just not a lot of love for the team when you get outside the stadium. Uh, I moved to Chicago. The Bears were three and thirteen, but the city is just rabid about the bears and you get caught up in that yep so we moved back here and i tried to go back to the bengals and just there's just i it's deep right yeah for sure for sure the ownership has to change you know things just have to change i'm so jealous you were able to move on (laughs) (laughs) and have a valid reason right and have a valid reason right i'm a colts fan because i grew up in indy um, but I love our boy CJ Uzama, which we'll talk about at some point. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but and and so I actually have like, like started rooting for the Bengals just because of CJ. But but outside of that, I mean, I just grew up a, a Colts fan. Yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm but, a Browns fan. I can I can get behind the Reds when they're not playing the Indians. Yep. You mean, uh, you mean the Guardians? The Guardians, yes. Thank you. Um, I, <laughs> I can get behind right. the Reds. I go to a lot of Reds games. I love rooting for them. Can't get behind the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, it's too. T- it's too. T- it. It's it's it seems like an organization that only wants to be eight and eight. And listen, I don't want to root for them. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're then all don't. attacking Chad. Then this don't. is the life I chose. No, this is going to become an intervention. Like I've tried. They just, you know, it's uh, hey, there's hope. I think there's hope. I think there's hope. 
I think there is. I think I, Joey I, B can take them uh, can take them to the next. I've level. read the four, first four chapters of this book many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first three years of Carson Palmer's career. The first, the first three years, years of Andy Dalton's, Dalton's career. career. Yeah. yeah. Uh, heck, back to Jeff Blake. Like there were some good years whoa, there. Whoa. There were good years. I Go. cannot. But I cannot endorse you uh, comparing Joe Burrow to Jeff Blake. I I'm not comparing them. I'm comparing the hype and the hope. Yes, I agree with him. I agree. Carl 100%. Pickens, Darnay Scott, absolutely. Jeff Blake. There was what, a lot what about of Achilles Smith. Nope. Never <laughs> chance. <laughs> Dude, I, I, you, it's it's very tough in a fair weather town. You know, out for the Bengals at least. Yeah. In a fair weather town. When you are the losingest franchise in the four major sports for the entire decade of the 90s, that is very, very difficult. Is that a fact? That is a fact. That is one piece of trivia I know. It had to have been the Browns for the 2000s and 2010s. They had 40, or they had four, sorry, not 40, four number one picks in the 90s because of their record. 40 would have been impressive, though. Yeah, especially since there's only 10 years. (laughs) Funny enough, the Browns blew it enough to not have the number one pick. But I think we picked in the top five, like, eight out of the that's an That's a very impressive stat. That is ridiculous. And when I went to Chicago, that that was the the stat I used when I talked to people. The Bears. The Bears. The thing about the Bears, and, and, and there are other franchises, the Browns. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Packers, even the Colts. I mean, for me, what turned me over to the Bears was the fact that as bad as they were, and they were terrible in 2003 and 13, the fans, although very critical, were not giving up on them. You know, it's, yeah. they still sold out every single yeah. Oh, game. yeah. I mean, Bears and fans are fanatical. People are calling in to talk shows to not bash them, but to talk about how they can improve. And even as bad as they were, everyone was still 100% behind them. And you come back to Cincinnati, they have a 7-9 and nine season, and you literally are selling tickets, giving tickets away for the last three games of the season. Is Justin Fields the answer for the Bears? 100%. Ooh, okay. All right. With conviction. I like it. Yeah, it's, they, they've got to build the offense around him. Got to give him time. But um, Probably got to get rid of Matt Nagy, too. Nagy's probably got to go. Yeah. But uh, I think Fields is, is going to be the answer for them. It's, it's a I solid like quarterback. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, uh, We were talking about this, and you mentioned this team. That's why I'll bring it up. We were talking about this earlier today. What is happening with the UC Bearcats football team Crazy. is incredible. Oh, Crazy. The, the fandom, I mean, it's like. Accept it, Danny. <laughs> I hate it. So. It Accept is unbelievable. It. I love living in this city right now. Yeah. Uh, having, have no, having no ties to, to UC Bearcats, right? None. Uh, even my wife got her got her master's degree at Xavier, so I have no ties to UC. But I'm rooting for them. 100%. I mean, what is happening, I'm, I'm looking at, like, posts and like, what the fans are doing in the stands is crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, you see, I mean, Cats by 90 is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I oh. love it. And I, I had no idea the disdain for UCF until seeing everything this yeah. week. Like, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. I very much fear... Uh, what they hope for this we can talk about this off the podcast but i saw that one of them said uh they had a sign that said we want bama and they crossed off no, we want to what <laughs> beat the hell they, out of them they, they crossed <laughs> off we want and left bama and then underneath wrote wants us yeah oh bama wants us that'll be interesting uh, but uh, i guarantee you bama does want that's them. right that's oh, right yeah. but uh, so this isn't a sports yeah. podcast. <laughs> that's right. That's but right. We, t- we tote the lines here I think I think we know that uh, unless something crazy happens, but the national championship game should be Alabama and Georgia. They are probably the two best teams on what we've watched. I, w- I wouldn't disagree with that. So the other two teams in that four that fourteen playoff are just going out to get slaughtered anyway. So who it's a lot like last year. What is the latest? Alabama got in, right? And then With the latest? Yeah, I think Alabama's four and then moved up to four. Who's uh, three? Penn State. No, it probably they probably are. Is UC two? Yes. UC is yeah, UC two. is that's two. unbelievable. Georgia's one. Georgia Alabama's four. Right listen, now, Georgia listen, no three, disrespect. Ohio State's five. No Who disrespect. Penn State. To any really? UC so. fans that are listening here or Oklahoma. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I, I think, I think, I think if anything, UC fans right now. We have now, a lot of UC fans that are fans of Sonder. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And, and oh, we do. I we just have said. Here too. I, I see like on on tap, people are like taking pictures from tailgates. Um, I mean, we just got like our beer into games. Nippert Stadium, right? So yeah. I'm I'm here for this. Whoa, yeah. 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 it's, it's a cool nice. thing. I'm here for it, and I'm here for them continuing to win, and I hope they continue to win. Three is Oklahoma, by the way. Yeah, I want nothing more than for uh, UC to have a big moment. Well, I, I would, and I think I would it's coming the, this year. I would put the Notre Dame game as a pretty damn big, good big moment. A hundred percent. I I would love to see that propagate throughout the rest. I guess of the season. what I, I guess you, you want to see right. them break that glass ceiling of being the team that gets in. Yes, in a primetime moment. What yeah. I'm saying is, I want a big moment that's not lost on NBC against Notre Dame that people aren't watching because more people hate Notre Dame than love them. Their big right. their biggest moment is. Not going to be playing the game against Georgia or whoever they play. It's going to be when they get announced oh, that honey, they make yep, it. That's going to be the big day. Well, but then they got to show up, right? I, I think they can show, but they're going to be overpowered. But it's going to be such a big news story that all they got to do, uh, frankly, all they got to do is compete. Yeah, which I, they did. I, I, would argue, I, I would argue to your point, though. I think just getting in the top four. Can you imagine what's going to happen next year when the recruiting class comes in? Absolutely. When when. And, and I get a lot of UC fans asking me this, at what point is Fickle going to walk? And I said, I always tell them, if he, if he gets into the, into the four, he's not going anywhere. Hey, I heard Luke Fickle listens to this podcast. Um, so you come so Luke, uh, if you're listening here, by the way, I'd never heard that. I'm making this up. <laughs> people, people wouldn't know that that was satire. Uh, I was told by somebody that uh, is friends of friends, right? So okay. there's like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon here. That uh, apparently one of the hardest things that Luke Fickle ever went through was relocating his family just from Columbus <laughs> to Cincinnati, right? He's got these kids and, and all this stuff. Apparently, it's like legit that he does not want to leave. And to be quite honest with you, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. I agree. Because you could erect you could, a statue of him, right? Four, like, four years <laughs> from now, if they continue to compete, even if they're not in the final four every yep. year, if they continue to compete. Yep. They're starting to get, they would then at that point get listed in the top five of recruiting classes because you got well, UC, and you, and, which is a and great And going school. into the Big 12 helps, right? Yeah, oh, yeah I agree. And at, at maybe five, ten years from now, there's another conference like maybe the Big 10 yeah. that is looking to bring them on board as well. Yeah. Um, so I think the sky is the limit as far as Fickle is concerned is in his career at UC. People absolutely love this man. They do. And he's building a great program. It's, it's wild to me. It's wild. I, I love it. Again, I'm here for it. We live here, right? And, and we have I'm a business not here. here. For, it for the record. Yeah, Danny's a Xavier fan, like bleeds blue, hates UC. Uh, you can direct all of yeah, that to Danny. Yeah, but only one sport. Um, every, I mean, you don't <laughs> have to hate him in football. That's true. You don't even have a football team. I hate I never even, why have I never brought this up? You don't even have a football team. 1948? 70-something. Uh, I, I believe it was called Foosball. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the football team a little less than the basketball team. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that I'm excited for their fan base to have enjoyment, though. He's still yeah, he's, he's still feeling scarred about the Huggins era, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All those championships Xavier has, I'm oh. sure, is, is propelling him through this. Right. I love, the, I love the fact that even when one of the two teams or both the teams are so bad that the Crosstown shootout is literally one of the biggest events. They have the oh, I love it. It's they have awesome. The, they have the Crosstown shootout at 830 on a Saturday this year. Cincinnati's going to be such drunk. A, that is such a bad idea. It's the worst idea. That is such a bad idea. Reserve no, we're back to old times. Today. We're back to old times. Cintas, Cintas is going to be drunk. Is it at, it's at the Cintas oh, Center? Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen to me. Whoever is a decision maker, reconsider this. If you yeah. are going to be at the Crosstown shootout <laughs> this year, don't say hi to me. <laughs> re, re, especially if you're wearing Bearcats stuff. Oh, you're not allowed, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Get out of here. Get out of here. Wait, can they serve beer at Centos? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the. Which, by the way, great, great deal with the UC Stadium getting in on that grandfather clause. Yeah. 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 I, it's weird, though. Some, there's like certain criteria to be able to serve beer because um, I've gone to a couple like Big East Road games. Like, you can't get beer at Butler. No, uh, there's still, there's still, I think it's less than 50. Uh, no. Somebody will fact check us on this, yeah, and you'll some, hear about it. Uh, you, must, you just have to say it. Don't back. Just say it with confidence, and everyone will believe Didn't you. Didn't you learn that That's from the move. last podcast when I was committing <laughs> to all these things? Le- less than fifty percent of collegiate stadiums still can't serve beer, and yeah. you can't. You can't even get alcohol Sorry, at more NCAA than fifty percent. Less than fifty percent can. Yeah, it was. It was a grandfather thing, right? Yeah. I mean, you, the stadium yeah. had to be established at a certain point for but you Sintos to continue. Was built in two thousand. 
Interesting. Yeah, but so Cintas different location too. Yeah, I don't know then because I, I tell you, you go to the Ohio State Stadium. There's nothing. I went to yeah, a couple. In, yeah, in, in Columbus, there's you can't. I don't think. I think it's a Big Ten thing because I don't think you can at IU either. Could be. I think it's based on the conference, which leads well, me. Butler, but Butler doesn't have alcohol. Well, whatever conference they're in, probably they're in the Big one. East. You can get you can get alcohol at Xavier. I don't know what the regulations are. Interesting. But yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I I've been to a couple NCAA March Madness tournament games and they don't serve alcohol. See, Chad, that's still. why you don't say it with confidence because then somebody comes back at you and questions it, and then you, you know it's like interesting. We well, went, and then we you just went be like, to the UD Arena. That's uh, awesome, dude. They do Talk to you later. <laughs> do they have alcohol? That? They don't have they, alcohol. At they that do one. the play-in, right? At yeah. The, yeah. And I There's remember because no we that. went we went to Warped Wing. Beforehand, had a number of alcoholic beverages. Yeah, walked into to watch two games. It was a doubleheader and zero alcohol. Yeah, and you literally drag an ass on your way out of the stadium because you're like, oh my god! Like I love that you said, said the game, a number of alcoholic beverages. <laughs> the way that you said it, I thought you were going to stop and say we had a number of alcohols. I, I did too. I <laughs> you got to give me a few more beers, and then I start talking like that. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move into a couple more questions here, and then we'll get to the final. Okay. Um, if you could be the best in the world at anything, and you can't say anything involving beer, okay, outside of beer, you can't say best brewer. If you could be the best in the world at anything, what would you pick? By the way, this is for Chad and Danny as well. We've never asked this question. That's a stunner. Um, you got to start thinking about things you really love to do. Um, so if my wife's listening, it's husband and dad. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's not fun. I would say, that's not fun. <laughs> but I think it would be, just because I'm so bad at it, but I love it, I think to be the number one golfer in the world would be it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, that would be an absolute that's fun. blast. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm going to take a left-hand turn here. I, I think I would like to be the best karaoke <laughs> because I am awful at it. Wait, so do you just want to be the best singer? No, or I want to specifically the best karaoke. Like, I literally, I literally have moments where I think, wouldn't it be cool to just step up to the mic and they throw like a Madonna song on? And everyone looks at you like, what the? F-? And you nailed it. You know what's like bull- you know what's me bullshit? and my long ass gray beard <laughs> nails them. I disagree, song. Mark. I disagree. So we used to do karaoke on Thursdays in college at this Mexican restaurant down the street. And we had two friends that would go with us, and they were in, like, the choir at Xavier. And they would get up there and do karaoke. It's like, whoa, 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 this is bullshit. Like, you guys are good at this. And yeah, the rest of us good. sound like assholes. Like, <laughs> you, but no yeah, one but, would know he because he's actually able to sing. He's, uh, you know, he has his day job and he brews, but he just, like, goes around and hustles karaoke bars. Right. As, like, just, you just walk in there and they look yeah. at you like, did someone just cue up Justin Bieber? What is this guy doing <laughs> on stage? And then, and then you just disappear into the night. Three, li- three lines into it, they're like, what the? Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> this, guy, this guy sings like Bieber. Right. Exactly. This is fantastic. Looks like Led Zeppelin sings like <laughs> Bieber. This is fantastic. <laughs> uh, all right. One beer the rest of your life. Uh, it's the only thing that can be in your fridge, and you can't say anything from the common beer company. God damn it. <laughs> Cato. Wow. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Uh, when I, whenever I go over to the Wildflower Cafe, shout out to my boy Todd. Yep. Todd if that's, Hudson. If that's, on, if that's on tap, I'm drinking it all night. One of the most unique human beings you'll ever Without meet in your entire life. In, in, in many ways. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, Cato uh, to me still shocks me every time I take the first drink. Awesome. Like, there's no reason that a light beer should have this flavor on it, and it is an amazing beer. Awesome. Thank you. I'll make sure we pass that along to Chase. Uh, uh, do you guys have any me, updates I've, to your answers? I've told him many have you? times. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mine's still Rallycat. Okay. No, it can't be a Sonder beer, I thought. No, oh, it cannot. Uh, yeah. My non-Sonder beer is probably Gumball Head. Okay. Nice. All right. Going throwback. I don't know if I've ever, I know if ever answered this I question. I don't know if you have either. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I have either. I've always just said Rallycat. Uh, I want to go with Come Together from Common Beer Company. Oh, nice. nice. See, that would have that been mine. First of all, thank you. That would have been mine, but I can't. I'm not I, allowed to say a common beer. The amount, it is funny. I've been up here, you know, a couple of times the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And uh, I have had quite a few of those. And they're delicious. Yeah. Nice. Very good beer. So that would have been your answer uh, in, in an alternate universe where you could pick your own. That would have been your answer. I, I literally, that style of beer, not only making it, but drinking it. By far. Nice. Love that beer. That's awesome. Just well-balanced and multi, 
a little bit of bitterness, but mm-hmm. all day beer for me. Okay. Uh, last one. Um, favorite movie? Wolf. That's not a movie. Highlander. <laughs> Wait, really? Highlander? Highlander. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love that movie. Danny, have you ever even seen Highlander? I have. I like oh, it. I was. I just always a little worried when seen, like, stuff like this comes up. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta know this. I've seen Zoolander, but I've never seen Highlander. <laughs> You've never seen Highlander. Dude, you have to no. see Highlander. Oh, you yeah. have to. It's Literally, good. it's like the special yeah. effects aren't the greatest. What do you yeah. mean aren't the greatest? They're absolutely <laughs> terrible. Well, because you, because you can see the wires on the guy yeah, exactly. as he's lifting off the ground, right. maybe. But the the storyline at the time that that movie came out, it was kind of like the the equivalent of when Matrix first came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it was a concept and an idea of a movie that nobody ahead would of have its ever time. Thought. Yeah. yeah, way ahead of its time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and plus, a great soundtrack. They're like time. Jumpers. It is a really good soundtrack. Amazing soundtrack. You, you Aren't know they like time jumpers or something? Kind of. No, no. They're immortals. <laughs> there may be only one. That's what you've never was. seen. You never seen. Uh, have you ever seen Talladega Nights when? When yes. um, the French guy's like, I watched the Highlander. Was <laughs> 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 shit. <laughs> yeah, the joke went over my head. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. So homework. Yeah. Watch Highlander. Go mm-hmm. watch that. What is your guys's? We ever, I don't. Even, I don't think we've done that question. Either. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, Favorite so movie. Favorite. My, mine's Miracle. Justin oh, and I have I the same like one, and it's really just like yeah. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Mm. Great movie. Goodwill Hunting's a great movie. Great it gives movie. me all the feels. I get some laughter out of it. There's some yeah. drama. Robin Williams is unbelievable. Unreal yeah. in that movie. Unbelievable. I have yeah. Miracle like saved on like my Prime video now, so it's like my go to like airplane movie. Miracle? Yeah, I just, I just throw it up. I'm so, not even a hockey guy. I just love the story. So Miracle's a great movie, but it's like not one of those ones I can just like recycle and go back to. Oh, I don't know right? why, but it is for me. Yeah, I can pop it on and it's just amazing. Huh. I would then go then into the best in show. Okay. Waiting for Guffman. Okay. Waiting for Guffman is very good. That whole series. Uh, I actually have never seen Best in Show. Oh, amazing. It's yeah, really I have never seen it's, it. It's kind of, Waiting for Guffman is the small town. Yeah. Best in Show, they like refined it a little bit. Okay. Um, but it's the same, obviously the same set of characters. See, this and, is why we do this, because now I, now I get your humor oh, in dude. movies, right? Like I totally. Um, Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Dude, it's, it's so good. It's that movie flavor and uh man the 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 range of those comedic actors is just if you watch the well because it's series, a lot of the same right that dude uh eugene levy eugene, eugene levy, levy well, is christopher in. christopher guest is like the the head guy of that okay. group starting with um guffman and going to best in show and then they had um and i i apologize to the fans but there's there were two others that they did as well okay um, but then Eugene Levy was obviously a main character. Catherine O'Hare, yeah. again, main character. Yeah. Uh, and then Schitt's Creek is, as I'm sure everybody knows, it's just a phenomenal TV series that I was, I like, lit, I cried in the last episode. I was so emotional in that episode because it was amazing. No spoilers. I haven't watched it yet. You oh, haven't seen, oh I no, no, to. I won't spoil anything. What? I, mean, I need to give it another try. I, 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 I gave it the first run. I didn't like it. What did I've, you, what, uh, what? How far did you get into it? I'm a three episode guy. Oh, my God. You weren't hooked by episode two? No. Dude, I was oh, hooked, the whole premise. In episode one. Me too. Now, me you too. Know, waiting for Guffman and Best mm-hmm. in Show. Oh, see? Yeah. Go back and watch those movies. Okay. Um, mockumentary, just like Spinal yeah. Tap. Again, Christopher Guest. Yes. Um, yes. Along that same vein. Um, and, and you'll start to kind of appreciate the. It's, and it's Canadian humor. Okay. Uh, you'll start to appreciate the dry, like, smart comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shit's Creek is that. Shit's Creek was. was uh, brilliant to me i'll give it another um, world it deserves another world there's it, been enough people that have said that they like it it was one of those things that uh to me like it, it went beyond like in a world where and don't get me wrong like i'm this guy right like i laugh at all the will ferrell i laugh at all the stupid humor sure oh, but in a too. world filled with that this was really witty humor mm. yeah and it, it is like you if you watch an episode three times, you're going to see something different and hear something. I've watched different it twice now, and, and the second time through, I caught significantly more. It's it's amazing the subtle humor. Yes, even just the side comments by a character that's not even in the scene. You're like, wow, that was really intelligent. Well, there are going to be people who will not love this statement, okay. but I'm going to make it. Everyone that knows me or knows me well knows that the the sitcom that I was raised on that I loved that still. The pinnacle to me is Friends. Okay. 
Schitt's Creek to me was the next best thing, or maybe even better, in character development. Over the first episode to the very end, the development of the characters in Schitt's Creek was incredible. Yeah. The chemistry between all of them, how they, how they developed all the characters from a full 360. I mean, it was, it was truly, it was remarkable. New Girl was close. New Girl was good. If you're talking modern sitcoms, was good. But there, again, what I would go back to is with Schitt's Creek, there was just so much more wit and, and um, in, intelligence into the humor versus a lot of what you get today in sitcoms is just like, oh, this is a penis joke, and it's funny. Right. Right? It was so much more than that in Schitt's Creek, which is what I loved. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like um, Modern Family minus the last season. Yeah. It was, it was comedy that you could enjoy, you could laugh, and you could yeah. cry all in the same episode. Yeah. And walk away feeling better about things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's generally yeah. uplifting. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Which, by the way, shout out to Modern Family. Love that show. Also a great show. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, the, my only comment to Modern Family was, um, as you watch all of those uh, children grow, yeah. um, it started to get a little weird as they all became totally. adults and you're still trying to envision them as these children. Well, um, and it, it seemed at times they were trying to force the child. Yes. Um, yes. Immaturity. Yes. When, even when they're off to college, you're like, nah, you yeah. wouldn't be saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't right. be thinking that. Yeah, that's right. right. But again, great, great writing. Yeah. Good act, great Very acting. Very much so. You know. So we've been all over the board. This all has been over. awesome. By the uh, way, one more shout out, Letter Kenny, if you haven't seen it. Okay, I have. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but not not it. all of it. Yeah. Um, only a little bit. And uh, I need- stupid, moronic. Yes. But at the same token, you're like, wow, that that was pretty intelligent. <laughs> Funny, intelligent. Anyway, moving on. Uh, hit the last segment. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Is it a cover band in some college town bar where it's not on the guitar? Is it something to get you through? So, Danny, uh, we just had a very fun 360 moment. Okay. Pull the headphones off. I look at Mark. I'm like, you know about this, right? And he goes, no. And I'm literally thinking to myself, you were a part of this. <laughs> oh, I said Two and I and a half may remember ago. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we love music as much as we love beer. Yeah. Um, and this segment is just dedicated to us uh, giving a shout-out to a song right now that we currently have on repeat that we're just listening to. Um, but since you're a guest, you may also give just one of your favorite songs of all time. Okay. Um, we'll let you go last, since obviously you don't remember the last time you did this. I told you I'm terrible at trivia. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chad, kick us off, buddy. Okay. Uh, Chad's but, had this queued up for a yeah, while. Yeah, he has. Nope, I switched it. What? Oh, okay. Um, before we do, I want to buy a pay it forward beer for sure. the first pint of uh, Bandit when it comes back. <laughs> he said he's never. He said he's never making it again. He said that. Chad just wants his name up there. No, it's going to be a trolling. <laughs> no, you don't put your name up there. Their uh-huh. their pay it forward board is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I dig it. Uh, so you can buy a beer for you know a vet. Sure, uh, single mom, whatever you, whatever you want. Somebody that's wearing a you bet your no, uh, Nebraska shirt, right? But I want to put a trolling one up there that will never go away. If okay. you're going to brew it again, I want to buy the first pint of uh, Bandit when it comes back. <laughs> I'll put it in the top left corner. Yeah, I just want to own. I want to own spot number one. <laughs> and it's funny. I I'm, I want to see how many people come in and say. Can I get that beer? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be three people, and they'll do it every time they walk in the door. But anyway. Yeah. All right, you got uh, it. All right, so my song, uh, we're going to go a little older this time, and we're going to go with Your Love by the Outfield. Okay. Yeah. All right. Danny, you got one? Yeah, I'm probably heading out of country season here. Okay. Um, but I've been jamming to I Hate Alabama by Connor Smith. It's kind of a uh, – it's like a – uh, they, like, loop in college football, but it's kind of like a typical country song about a girl. So, pretty cool. Do you have one ready to go, or you want me to go? Well, I don't. I uh, I listen to Pandora. Okay, uh, so it's it's whatever, and I do Mumford and Sons because I just love that whole breath. But if I had to have a song that I put on loop, going a little deep, John Denver, I put this old guitar on there. Mm, okay, song. all right. 
Um, I'm going to go with Honey by Halsey. Oh, great song. Um, I have I have several playlists that I've queued up right now. One of them um, is uh, like upbeat. It's just like a bunch of upbeat music, uh, and that starts that playlist. That I've listened it. to a lot. So, it's a very deep song. Reminds me of my father growing up. Okay, and he's still alive. Don't get me wrong, um, but it's it's a it's a really cool song about. Um, John Denver refinding the guitar that he started with, and he wrote this song as he was playing the guitar for the first time since he had found it. It's just a cool song. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, I don't know this song. Uh, Evening with John Denver. Okay. He tells the story in front of it. That's cool. That's yeah. really cool. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Thanks this was rad. Right. Thanks, dude. Should we try to have one more real quick before I got to get out of here? Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, fellas. It introduced me to some friends of mine and brightened up some day.